Welcome to PDPW's podcast. Here's Bill Baker. Hello, and thank you for joining us this week on the PDPW podcast. You know, all of us need one another for strength and support. None of us arrived here from our own efforts, and none of us can live or exist alone. We need the help, the strength, and support of others, particularly when we're in difficult situations. That's why we're joined today by Tom Thibodeau with this week's PDPW podcast titled Humility. I'd like to begin with a song written by Mac Davis that many of us have sung along when we've been with other people, might have had a beverage in our hand, actually, when he sang it, and, and it goes like this. Oh, Lord, it's hard to be humble when you're perfect in every way. I can't wait to look in the mirror because I get better looking each day. To know me is to love me. I must be a hell of a man. Oh, Lord, it's hard to be humble, but I'm doing the best that I can. Some say that I'm egotistical. Hell, I don't even know what that means. I guess it has something to do with the way that I fill out my skin-tight jeans. We've all sang this song, and usually in a group, and then we laughed, because we knew it catches a bit of truth. We are all prone to moments of ego and arrogance and self-righteousness, but it's not how we choose to live our day-to-day lives. Instead, we choose to live and work and connect with others in humility. Humility is rooted in the truth of reality. It's grounded in a deep awareness of our limitations and our shortcomings. Humility comes from the Latin word humus, which is translated as ground, soil. Humility is to be grounded, earthy, close to the land and the soil. It is the virtue of farmers, people who live with the land to produce our crops, which feed us all. Humility is the root word also for human. The more grounded we are, the more human we are. The Greeks and the Romans did not use the word humility. They focused instead on hubris, pride, and arrogance, which is competitive and divisive. Of course, the Greeks and Romans dismissed anybody who they thought was weak or would be humble in their service. Of course, their way in which they were dismissive led to the demise and finally destructions of those great powers. See, hubris leads to arrogance. Arrogance leads to blind spots. Blind spots lead to mistakes, and mistakes lead to catastrophes. We really find ourselves in trouble when we think that we know more than we actually do, when we are no longer open to the ideas or the views of other people, when we feel self-contained and self-righteous. All of our lives, however, are predicated on the humble service of good people who grow our food, make our meals, wash our dishes, clean our streets, repair our roads, make our tools, respond to our needs when we are in trouble. In our beautiful spot area of Wisconsin, we have ridges and valleys and streams and roads with curves that go around those bridges and valleys and streams. Story is of a young man came out to our part of the world in the rural area that we live in with his sports car, and he came out to drive around those roads for fun, seeing how fast he could go, and he ended up in a ditch. He was stuck, so he walked over to the house of a farmer and asked to be pulled out by the farmer's tractor. The farmer replied, 
I don't have a tractor. I got a plow horse. We'll see what we can do. He gets his plow horse. He walks over to where the young man is stuck in the ditch, and he hitches up the horse to the sports car. And he says to his horse, come on now, big buddy, come on now, big buddy, pull, pull, pull. Come on now, sugar, 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 pull, pull. Come on now, Sheila girl, pull, pull. Come on, big buddy, come on, big buddy, pull, pull. And the horse strains and snorts and pulls the car out of the ditch. The young man is amazed, of course. He'd never seen anything like this before. And uh, he walked up to the farmer and said, that was amazing. Thank you so very much. But could you explain something to me? You have one horse. And you called him by three different names. Why would you do that? The farmer replied, my horse is blind. If he thought he was the only one, he'd never pulled you out. Humility helps us to be mindful of the community. All of us need one another for strength and support. None of us got here through our own effort. None of us can live or exist alone. We need the help, the strength, the support of others, particularly when we're in difficult situations. Last week, we talked about the the honor of those people who sacrificed themselves for us on 9-11, and most people continue to sacrifice themselves for us in the armed services. And then on 60 Minutes, they did a whole segment dedicated to the New York Fire Department, a tribute to the firefighters who responded to one of the greatest tragedies of our time, trying to save the lives of fellow citizens trapped in the Twin Towers on 9-11. They had interviews, cell phone calls, and survivors of what had happened on that tragic and terrible day. And one of the leaders of the New York Fire Department who was there on the scene 20 years ago said, How many people refused to run into the burning building? He said, no one. They never even thought it. They knew it was their job and their honor to save as many lives as they could. And they recounted how people were willing to risk their own lives, knowing that certain death faced them. But they did it because of the honor of the job. It was humble service, laying down their lives for people that they would never even meet. The interview after interview was filled with humility and humanity, virtue and valor, men and women knowing that giving their lives for in faithful and humble service for people they never met is what they were called to do. One young man talked about his father who died 20 years ago, 20 years ago when he was 11 years of age. And he said this, My father would always tell us, become a firefighter and you'll never be rich, but you'll always be happy. He said, I can't explain it, but now that I'm a firefighter, I understand what my father was telling me. And then he went on to say that after his his father was killed on 9-11, the fire station that he had worked out of fed their family. Every Monday night they brought a meal for five years. Five years, those firefighters never forgot their brother, who had left behind a widow and ten children. He talked about how he'd go to play hockey, continue in youth hockey because he enjoyed it. And he looked into the stands, and his dad wasn't there. But the stands were filled with firefighters who were cheering on his behalf, taking the place of his dad 
just by being there. And he said, I want to be part of that community. Humble, good people. The concluding segment featured other children of New York firefighters who followed their fathers into the honorable and humble profession of saving lives. They did it not because of September 11th, but because of September 12th. Life goes on and can only flourish when we, as fellow human beings, commit ourselves to humble service in doing good work. For all of you who are listening in your barns or the cab of your tractor right now, thank you for your humility and strength. Thank you for your willingness to serve us all through your good hard work. Thank you for feeding your family, your friends, our nation, the world. Oh, Lord, it's hard to be humble, but it's also honorable and true worthy of our gratitude. So today, on behalf of all of us who benefit from the good work and the humble service of others, we live with grateful hearts and lives full of promise because none of us have got here by ourselves. Our thanks to Tom Thibodeau for today's message. Tom, a distinguished professor of servant leadership at Viterbo University. And for archived podcasts and more on-demand programs, and for more on the professional development for today's dairy producer, head to PDPW's free website at pdpw.org. Until next time, have a safe and productive week.